Namaste and welcome to Women's Journeys, where we share empowering women's stories as well as solo episodes, all about healing, spirituality, empowerment, intuition, and all that good stuff. My name is Olivia. Join me on an inspiring journey to help you find your own life. They just change their life in a whole. Um, you know, they see that their hormones are better, and then a couple months later, they wake up and. You know, they have a different job that they like better or, you know, they have their dream apartment or, you know, because when you live in tune with your body, you will hear it more and then you will start to see that in your life and see your intuition unfolding in your life. And it's not just about healing hormones. It's about healing your whole life and becoming the person that you want to be and the health that you want and the life you want. And it's really it's a whole body experience, emotional, physical, spiritual. And, and I just, it's such a beautiful experience. It's just living in harmony with your body. It's stripped away from us at such a young age. And when you go back to it, you just find such healing from it. Yeah, I think it's so beautiful that you touched on that because I do feel like in the Western world as women, we're so taught in a way to disconnect from our bodies mm -hmm. and I have been on birth control for a long time and I quit mm -hmm. it for like a year a few years back mm -hmm. but then I got back on it and mm -hmm. now I quit again like a month ago because mm -hmm. I wanted to, that's also why I was so excited to talk to you because yeah. I want to learn how to be more in harmony with my cycle and connected to my body and yeah. I think it's so interesting that you brought up like that your intuition and that you get mm -hmm. more in tune with your intuition as well mm -hmm. um yeah and you also touched on the foods that you eat like mm -hmm. during the cycles maybe we can talk a little bit about that yeah absolutely so okay right now i'm in my follicular phase so that's the first phase of your cycle and a lot of times you know we say that menstruating is the first phase of your cycle but it's actually follicular and this is when your hormones are starting to rise so you want to be eating foods that support that so cruciferous vegetables for instance help to regulate your estrogen help to clear out your liver so really focusing on like broccoli maybe some brussels sprouts carrots incorporating at this time you can eat a little bit of wheat maybe some i love barley so you can try some barley um and if you eat meat, chicken, and eggs are really good. Eggs have a lot of vitamins and nutrients that help to replenish what you lost when you were menstruating. Um, you know, pomegranates, nut butters, really just focusing on simple foods and, and high nutrient foods. And at this time, and also in your ovulation phase, you don't need a lot of meat. You need a lot of vegetables because that fiber will help to regulate those hormones. Because during this phase, the follicular and ovulatory phase, your hormones are rising. And when you hit ovulation, they're at their peak. Um, so you really want to support that rise so that when they do decrease, you had that support so that you're balancing them in that with your food. So really focusing on cruciferous vegetables, high fiber diet. Fiber is great for the liver adding dandelion. Dandelion is an incredible liver detoxifier. I mean, you can eat it, you can drink it. It is so good and it's readily available in most people's yards and it's incredible. So dandelion is 
really, really good for your follicular and, and ovulatory phase. And also in ovulatory, that's when you can start doing your HIIT workouts and your boot camp workouts because your estrogen and testosterone are at its all-time high. And in the follicular phase, focusing more on just, you know, general cardio, hiking, um, maybe not going all out, but just starting to build that because your energy is um, rising. Now for exercising in the beginning, I like to say don't go more than 30 to 45 minutes because when you're first balancing your hormones, your cortisol levels are probably high. And for now, tailoring that down a little bit instead of doing an hour long because it's so strenuous on the body and it will rise your stress levels, which is good, but for people with hormone imbalance in the beginning, um, we like to keep that down to 30 to 45 minutes just so that you don't stress your body too much. And so when you go into your luteal and menstrual phase, that's when you actually need to eat more calories. So you need to eat about 200 to 300 more calories, um, which is a lot of women who are restricting and trying to lose weight, but like, why am I so hungry? Why do I end up binge eating during you know, these phases? And that's why we experience cravings and because we need the extra food. And a lot of women will be like, well, it's going to make me gain weight. It will not as long as you're eating the correct foods and following this harmonious lifestyle. You will not gain more weight. And then in the follicular and ovulatory phase, the first two phases, you can restrict your food intake if that's what you want to do. Um, you know, you can cut that 200 or 300 calories out if you're trying to lose the weight. Um, I don't recommend restricting food because a lot of times it leads to binge eating or eating disorders but you know if you that is what you want to do those two phases are a great time to do it luteal menstrual not a great time you're focusing on eating pork and lamb if you eat meat vegetables really fatty vegetables you know avocados great um, leafy greens spinach um, you know anything that will just really help in that phase um, Nuts are great, um, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, any kind of berry. In this phase, it's really just about, this is when you need more protein as well. So upping the protein source, lentils, chickpeas, you know, upping your calorie intake with the right foods. Olive oil is great, um, avocado oil, just really focusing on adding more nutrient-dense foods to satiate what is going on body and if you're feeling hunger cravings in your menstrual cycle you know if you're craving chocolate let yourself have chocolate you know it's not the end of the world if you know I recommend reaching maybe for a dark chocolate bar it's healthier you know you'll get antioxidants from it um, you know and now you know that your body needs a little bit more magnesium so maybe and start taking a magnesium supplement or um, or liquid magnesium just a little bit um, just to help that because obviously that's a nutrient deficiency and that's another thing about PMS that's great it's like a little check-in with your body if you're experiencing PMS and be like okay well I'm having this craving so maybe I need more vitamin D or magnesium or you know vitamin C or something and also when you're having cramps or something okay like all right so my estrogen has been a little bit elevated let's focus on the liver, let's include milk thistle, you know, let's include 
heavy cruciferous vegetables that really will help to clear that out more vibrant fiber you know maybe taking a fiber pill if you don't eat a lot of vegetables i really recommend that um, i take fiber pills in the morning flaxseed is great for that as well i'm um, just really trying to up that you might experience bloating in the beginning that's normal usually it'll go away maybe decrease it for a second but fiber is so important to your liver health which is important to your entire body's health and also throughout the whole time of your whole cycle really focusing on including sauerkraut or kimchi you know to support your gut health your gut controls so much of your hormones um, it's a big controller of estrogen and so when your gut is out of balance usually your hormones will be out of balance which is what i experienced because i was on antibiotics for eight years so when I came off of birth control and antibiotics, you know, I was, my body was a complete mess. So it was all over the place and not supported in the slightest. So I really recommend probiotics, sauerkraut daily, kimchi, if you like it daily, um, kombucha, kefir soda, you know, whatever you like to start to include that. But yeah, that's, you know, um, another great thing is sweet potatoes and the ovulatory cycle. A sweet potato a day in your ovulatory cycle will do wonders. It sounds weird, but trust me. <laughs> I love it. It'll be good. <laughs> yeah. I love sweet potatoes. Oh, I know. this is also Thank interesting. <laughs> wow. I'm definitely going to like listen to this podcast again so yeah. I can make notes. Because <laughs> you said so much interesting stuff and I'm not going to be able to remember it all. So right. I'm definitely going to, if anyone's listening, you can take notes as well. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think it's so. You're, I can hear like the passion when you mm -hmm. talk about this through your Thank voice. You. It's so beautiful to hear. And I was wondering whether um, you know of the fact that there's like a connection between your cycle and the moon phases as well, because mm -hmm. I'm really curious mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, so that's something that I first got interested in when I was a teenager and I started diving more into spirituality and I was like, oh, the moon, you know, the 28-day lunar cycle, does that have any connection? As far as research goes, it is up and down, you know. There's research that says not in the slightest. There's some research that says absolutely there's a connection. I think that there is a connection. And I don't, a lot of women start to stress, they're like, I'm not bleeding on the full moon, you know, shouldn't I be? And it's like, no, you know, your cycle might be 35 days long. So you're not going to line up exactly with the lunar cycle. And the more disconnected from the outdoor life and nature, the more disconnected you'll be from the moon cycle. So I really recommend just, you know, observing it, being observant, you know, when the full moon and new moon hits, where are you in your cycle? And then start to live um, more in tune with nature, maybe ground yourself, walk outside without shoes, you know, feel the vibration, the frequency of the earth, you know, really just take it in, spend more time outdoors, you know, try to follow the rhythm of life and nature, and you will start to see that your cycle will start to mimic that as well. It's hard nowadays when we have, you know, our city life and our artificial light and all these things for our body to flow in rhythm with the lunar cycle. But when you do start to live more in tune with nature, you will start to see that happening. Like 
when William and I hiked the Appalachian Trail, we were outside every day basically. And I did see my cycle start to become more in tune with what the moon was doing. And it is an interesting experience and it can be a very spiritual experience. I don't like women to stress about it. I have seen people be like, oh my gosh, you know, why is it not connected? Shouldn't it be? And no, it doesn't have to be. It can be. And I think it's just a beautiful practice to include, to just take note of what's going on, um, know where you are in your cycle when certain phases hit and just try to live more in tune with nature. It, that's my favorite thing about it is just, you know, becoming more in touch with the outside world instead of just staying in our little boxes and our houses and our cars and just experiencing it maybe on the full moon going outside and bathing in the moonlight you know seeing what's happening um just trying to feel more in touch with it yeah yeah i love how you emphasize like the connection with nature because mm -hmm. um, it's about connecting with nature and the natural rhythms of like the seasons as well i think around us and mm -hmm. then also connecting to the nature of our bodies what they're designed to do instead of like mm -hmm. like we talked about before giving it out to like hormones hormonal birth control and stuff like that so mm -hmm. um maybe we can talk a little bit more about that about like your connection with nature because you're also yeah. a herbalist which is really interesting yeah. and yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah so nature has been such an influence in my life um i mean when i man it's just such a beautiful experience <laughs> to be in touch with her and to feel her and when i decided not to go to college which was quite a, a big decision for me because i knew intuitively that's not what i wanted to do and i started just really you know i got into hiking and backpacking because I felt so at peace, so happy being out in the natural world, breathing in the air. I could just feel all my anxiety leaving. Any type of depression I was experiencing would just vanish when I would be out in nature. And I really, it was just, I got hooked on it. You know, it was everything to me. And that's when I decided to hike the Appalachian Trail, which is a long trail on the East Coast. And that was it was a big feat we did half of it and then i injured myself and we had to go back home um but that experience it was really difficult but you really lived with her and you experienced everything about her and you know that's another thing and i i wrote a instagram post just about it where a lot of people me included we write poetry or you know captions that are just so poetic and beautiful about nature and how she's loving and it's true but she's so harsh as well and she doesn't hold back you know if you are walking out in her with any sort of trauma or problem going on in your life weighing on you she's going to bring it out you know it's going to just come flooding out of you you have because she just completely disarms us and that's what I experienced on the trail because every day it was we were physically exhausted, emotionally exhausted, and you had no defenses against what was going on inside of you. And it'd be raining and 30 degrees outside and you're soaking wet. 
we have 20 more miles to hike and she doesn't care and you're just sitting there crying like you're experiencing everything because you know she doesn't hold back she's oh, she's so beautiful and you know you see yourself in her and she explains our emotions to us and you know she is god and god is in her and it's just this beautiful little cycle where we're in her and god is in her and god's in us and it's just an incredible experience just going on a hike and feeling her and the connection that you have with people that are hiking you know people are always in my experience friendlier and more warm when they're out in nature and you can just really feel her and when it's raining and you know you're mimicking those emotions of the rain and it's so cleansing and you're feeling everything that has you've been holding back coming up and she just really is that that therapist that just doesn't let you get away with anything <laughs> she just she likes to hold you and she'll give you the sun and she'll make you feel good but she is going to make you face yourself and make you face your shadow and what's going on in your life and it's it's so beautiful she's so beautiful <laughs>